Well, it's so awesome to be with all of you guys today at all of our live churches, our network churches, those of you in our family around the world at Church Online. We are starting a brand new series today called Weird. And I just want to say I am thrilled to be back. Um, We just got back from a 12-day trip with our whole family to Australia. Uh, I was ministering there at uh, Hillsong Church at two different conferences and at the church. And Hillsong made it possible for our whole family to come. And I just wanted to kind of help you be involved with our family, show you a few quick pictures uh, from our time together. So uh, here is my family, kind of downtown Sydney. Here is uh, us out in front of the bridge. Here's another picture of our, uh, there's Buki. (laughs) With a kangaroo, good friends there. Uh, This next picture is uh, my boys at a rugby league game, which is now my new favorite sport. All of the rest are for wimps. And then there was, the first conference that we did, and uh, I just want you guys to know it's, uh, it's an honor to serve God really around the world and um, represent you, more importantly, represent Christ, and uh, so that's just a little bit of um, what we were doing the last couple of weeks. Uh, we're starting a brand new series today called Weird, and uh, I'll just be real honest with you. If I look back through the first portion, significant portion of my life, uh, I was driven by trying to be normal. I wouldn't have admitted this at the time. I never would have said my goal was to be normal, but if you looked at the way I lived, I was really striving to try to fit in, to try to be like other people. If you would have called me weird, that would have been one of the biggest insults to me because I didn't want to be weird at all. And so I did what normal people did, lived how normal people lived, and I ended up where normal people end up, which was in the middle of a life that was really hurting. So for the first time in my life, I really had the courage to do something that was weird because normal was hurting so much, and I decided to pick up this book in college and to start to study what the Bible said. What I found uh, was that the teachings of Jesus were so weird, so different than the normal that I was used to that it hooked me. There was like this spiritual force drawing me toward God, which I later found out was a spiritual force called the Holy Spirit. And I just said, God, if this is true, I want all of it. And I prayed to Jesus to change my life. And I went from being what the world would call very normal to overnight being what all my friends called me was very, very weird from party freak to Jesus freak in a day, and everybody started making fun of me. I had no idea, though, just how much my new label of weird would actually play to my benefit when this girl came up to me and said, Groeschel, you used to be so cool, now you're so weird, I don't understand it, but there's this girl that you should meet, she is weird like you. And she told me about Amy, who also came out of a wild lifestyle, was totally and completely transformed, and said, this girl is a freak for God, just like you, you should meet her. And uh, when, when this girl told me this, what you need to know, and what I'm about to tell you is weird, but I felt like, honestly, just hearing that, God showed me that I would end up marrying this girl. Now, I don't recommend you do what I did, but this is what I did. I was so convinced. I went and told all my teammates, all my fraternity brothers. I told everybody, I'm going to marry this girl. They're like, have you met her? Nope. Have you seen a picture of her? Nope. What are you talking about? I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm supposed to marry 
This girl, weird, I know, but so for a couple of months, I prayed every day about it, and finally I felt like I was supposed to call her, and so I did, and her answering machine picked up. Now, some of you are gonna say, what is an answering machine, okay? <laughs> That's very kin to what you would call voicemail. If you're under 30, you don't know what an answering machine is, but I left her a message, and uh, this was back in the day of Top Gun. How many of you remember the Top Gun movie? There's a, a real important line where this gal says to this guy, uh, if you know it, all of our churches, you guys just help me out. And it's fun. It's no fun without you. She screamed out, hey, you big stud, take me to bed. Thank you, both of you, or lose me forever. And so I was now weird. That would have been my old line, but it wasn't anymore. So I left Amy this message. I said, um, Amy, Hey, you Christian babe, take me to church or lose me forever. <laughs> Go ahead and laugh. You're supposed to laugh. It's supposed to be funny and it's supposed to be weird. And then I said, um, and the verse for the day, and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, 1 Corinthians 13, 13, and I hung up. God is my witness. That is 100% true. Amy can verify for it, telling you it's true, which implies that some of the rest of my stories may not be 100% true, but <laughs> that one, my friends, is absolutely and completely true. So convinced was I that she was going to become my wife that I actually recorded that voicemail. Back then, you had to put a little sucky thing on your phone and I put the sucky thing on there, recorded it, and one year later, when we got married, I played that voicemail right before my bride walked down the aisle to become my wife, and we just decided we were going to be weird in the God kind of way. How many of you know there are some weird people that they're not weird in the right kind of way? How many of you know somebody who's weird in a bad way? Go ahead, raise your hand. Don't point to them, just raise your hand, okay? <laughs> How many of you know somebody who's weird in a good way? Somebody's weird in a good way. I'm not even talking about that. What I'm talking about is those who can be weird in a God kind of way. Here's what Jesus said, um, some verses that captured my heart back in college, sobered me out of my drunken normalness, and if you were just going along a normal life today, I pray that God would capture your heart through the words of Jesus. Matthew 7, 13 and 14. Jesus said, enter through the what kind of gate? Everybody help me out. He said, enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And how many people enter through it? The Bible says, Many enter through it. Think about this. Broad and wide is the road and gate which the majority of the people travel. Unfortunately, in the crowd, that's where we often find comfort saying, look at all the people doing what we're doing, going where we're going, living how we're living. We're normal. We must be okay because this is where the majority of the crowd is going. Unfortunately, though, Jesus said, many, the crowd, we could say the normal people are on the road that leads to destruction. Then he said this. He said, but small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life. And how many find it? Jesus said, only a few find it. If you're on the broad road, let me just say this just as soberly as I can. If your life looks like everybody else's life, if you're doing what everyone else is doing, if you are pretty normal, it could be that you're on the broad road that leads to destruction. Because when you leave the normal road to get on the smaller one, 
where the few are, the normal people think, you're weird. You're different. Your life does not look the same. I want to invite you to follow the teachings of Jesus and lead a weird life. Because even if we take the Bible aside and just look at this practically, wouldn't you agree that normal is not working? Think about it. What is normal in your schedules today? Overwhelmed, rushed, stressed, panicked, never enough time for what's truly important because we're overwhelmed with the urgent and missing out on the quality? What is normal when it comes to money today? I mean, let's just be really honest. Normal is the pursuit of material things which never makes us happy. Normal is broke, right? Normal is debt, right? Normal is financial fear. Normal is fighting about money. Think about professional lives. What's normal today? Working for a paycheck. Doing something you don't really like just to get by. Normal is feeling like there's got to be something more, but you just can't quite find what it is. What is normal in relationships? Well, hopping from bed to bed to bed to bed with different people until you finally do get married, and then seven years into marriage, since things aren't getting, uh, going along well, normal for more than half the people in our country today is divorce. Normal is not working. That's why I like to say, kind of a key thought for this series, if you're taking notes, if you want what normal people have, do what normal people do. But if you want what few people have, do what few people do. Think about it. If you want a normal life, live like normal people live. If though you want something better, if you really believe there is something different and better than the normal life where the majority of the people are traveling, you'll have to leave the broad road, get onto the narrow path where people will call you weird, and if you want what few have, peace, joy, security, a sense of fulfillment, an eternal destiny, if you want what few have, you're gonna have to do, help me out, what few do. Think about this, the teachings of Jesus, mega weird, right? Mega weird. Think about how weird his teaching is compared to the world's normal. Normal says don't commit adultery. Jesus says you've heard it said, don't commit adultery. But I say unto you, don't even look lustfully at a woman. Whoever's looked lustfully at a woman's already committed adultery in his heart. That's weird. Jesus said, if you want to be first, you need to be last. If you're already last, then you can be first. That's weird. Jesus said, when you give, it'll be given to you. That's weird. Normal says, if you take, it'll be given to you. Jesus said, if someone hurts you, bless them. That's weird. Love them. Pray for them. That's weird. He said, if someone tags you on the cheek, turn the other cheek. If someone wrongs you, he says, forgive them. Not just once, but 70 times, seven times. That is weird. The teachings of Jesus, the teachings of Scripture, lead us off of the normal broad path onto a narrow and different path. And if you want what normal people have, just keep on going the way of the flow of the world. But if you want what few have, you're going to have to do what few do and take this book seriously, and you can have something way better 
than normal. That is good. That's good preaching. If you just want to say that's good preaching anytime, you're welcome to. You don't have to sit there and be quiet. That is actually really good preaching. So, so 21 years ago, Amy and I, we met, and we decided we were not going to settle for normal. And honestly, that's the language that we used. We met. I'd never seen her. She'd never seen me. And we developed a friendship over the phone. It was really neat because uh, we hadn't seen each other, and we were praying together over the phone. The first time we actually met, um, someone told her I looked like Tom Cruise, and so when I opened the door, she had this big smile on her face, and then she saw me, and she went, oh. <laughs> but anyway, that we got over that, and, and uh, we prayed together, and uh, we just decided that we were not going to live like normal people lived. And we, we called it that. We just said, we're going to pursue God so much that he's going to lead us to a weird lifestyle. We're not going to have sex before we're married. And we didn't. That was weird. I mean, all our other friends were. It's normal to get it on. And we didn't until we were married. Then we made up for lost time. Uh, we, just, we, um, we said, we're not going to go into debt like normal people do. Everybody we know is stressed financially. We're just not going to do that. And so I'll just say very humbly, 20 years into our marriage now, um, we really do have a great marriage. We're not perfect, but we rarely fight. I often joke around about how Amy wants to make out all the time. I joke around about it, but I gotta tell you, it's really pretty much true. I mean, it is. There's, there is a lot of romance in our home. Um, financially, we just decided we wouldn't be in debt. We've never had any kind of debt with the exception of a house and never more than three years. We've always bought what we could afford and we've been totally debt-free for the, the vast majority um, of our marriage. Uh, we took scripture seriously when it said children are a blessing from God. And we had six of them, uh, which makes us weird. I don't know if we're weird because we have six kids or having six kids made us weird, but whatever it is, we, we educate them weird, all sorts of uh, weird things. And I'm telling you, I am so thankful because when I look at what is normal, I just say normal is not working. So to build a foundation for this series, I want to give you two really simple thoughts. These are almost um, so obvious it's, it's hard to mention, but I want to go ahead and mention them. And this will build a foundation that we'll build on in the um, weeks to come as we talk about being weird. Uh, two thoughts. The first one, if you're taking notes, is weird people don't think like normal people think. Everybody help me out. Everybody say, weird people? Weird people. Come on, network churches join in. Weird people? Don't think like normal people think. When you see something you want, don't go just copy what other people do. That's not wise. Don't say, oh, so we have to have six kids and homeschool our kids. No, 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 no. That's our weird, not your weird. Don't go copy what people do. What you want to do is you want to learn how people think. Uh, whenever pastors come in from around the world um, to kind of study what we're doing, it always insults me when they say, okay, so we have to do this many songs, and we have to buy this kind of video projector, and we have to put .tv by our name. Don't be that stupid, okay? I, just for the record, I don't even like .tv. Never have, never will. .com wasn't available at the time, so we bought .tv. And that's, just, that's the story behind the story. Don't copy what people do. Get in and learn how people think. Get inside of a leader's mind. Uh, find out what drives the person. Find out how they think, because weird people do not think like normal people think. Uh, here's what Scripture says, Romans 12, 2. Uh, do not live any longer the way what? Everybody, the way... This world 
lives. Don't live like normal people. That's stupid. Let your way of thinking be completely changed. Then you'll be able to test what God wants for you, not what the crowd, not what everybody else, but what God wants for you. And you'll agree that what he wants is what, everybody? What God wants is Right. I love the way the message, which is kind of a devotional version, translates this. It says, don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Wouldn't you agree that so many people today just fit into culture without even thinking? The Bible says, instead, fix your attention on God. Not on everybody else, but on God, and you'll be changed from the inside out. Weird people don't think like normal people think. That's why I've written the book called Weird, because normal isn't working. And I'm gonna promote this book like I've never promoted one before. Uh, This book, as of this moment, if you're watching this later, it'll be somewhat dated, but as this moment, it's not available yet in even stores. Uh, We have special permission by our publishers to make it available to Life Church um, this week, and we've got this book marked half off, $20 cover, We've got it for you, $10, that includes your tax. I'm promoting this without reservation, 100%, because I believe it's time for you to get weird. You say, well, yeah, and you're gonna get rich. Actually, um, Amy and I, just for the record, have donated all the royalties from this. We're donating every bit of it. I totally want you to get this out of the purest motivations. I really believe uh, God wants to make you weird. It's sold out at many of our Life Church locations already. We're gonna do our best to get more next week. Uh, those of you at Church Online, or elsewhere, you can pick it up online at Barnes and Nobles or at Amazon, and they'll have it to you later this week. But I want you to get this book. It'll help change your thinking. Let me tell you what the book addresses, because we're gonna address different stuff in this series. Everything we talk about in this series will be new, but let me tell you what the book addresses. The book Weird, it teaches you to think differently about five areas. Teaches you to think differently about your time, how you manage your time. It teaches you to think differently about money, very practical and life-changing. It teaches you to think differently about relationships, how you date, prepare for marriage, marry, and raise your kids. It, thinks you, it teaches you to think differently about sex because you have to admit that the world's value system when it comes to sex is totally and completely whacked. Uh, It teaches you to think differently about values, having kingdom values instead of worldly values. Why is this so important? Because the way you think determines the way you behave. What you think determines what you become. Just very practically, the way the world manages time today basically says, can I do something? Someone says, can you do something? And you say, can I? And you might say, yes. Then you become overwhelmed. Weird people will say, should I do this? Is this a good thing or a great thing? Because life is too crowded and people are letting good things crowd out the great things and weird people will have the courage to say no over and over and over again to even the good things so they can say yes to the great things. Think about money in the way the world is today. What is normal? Broke. How do broke people think? Broke people think day to day. That's how they think. If they're not quite broke, how do they think? Week to week. If you're like most normal people where I live, most normal people think 
month to month. How are we gonna get through this month? How do we manage this month? Let me tell you how wealthy people think. They think year to year, even more wealthy people, they think decade to decade. The wealthiest people I know as I get inside of their mind, they think generation to generation. If you wanna be poor, think like poor people think. If you wanna be wealthy and able to give more, learn how wealthy people think. If you want something different in your relationships, don't do what normal people do. What's normal? Can I just call it what it is and be, be, be blunt? Normal is sending your 15-year-old daughter on a car date with an 18-year-old hairy-legged guy that has precisely one thing on his mind. Normal is sleeping with half a dozen people, maybe a dozen, maybe far more, essentially doing married things on the front side of marriage, moving in together, pretending like you're married without ever actually having the holy covenant ceremony. And after you've pretended married, doing married things when things don't work out, what do you do? Well, you pretended to be married, so now you kind of practice divorce. You did all the married things, now you kind of divorce, so it's no wonder when you finally do get married and things don't go well, what do you end up doing? You do what you've trained to do, which is what normal people do, and you just divorce and throw it in. If you want what normal people have, do what normal people do. If you want what few people have, do what few do. It is time to get a little bit weird. Weird people don't think like normal people think. Second thought, if you're taking notes, write this down. Weird people don't live like normal people live. Everybody help me out just for fun. Everybody say weird people. people. Don't live live. like normal people live. live. When you take Scripture seriously, let me say it again. When you take Scripture seriously and you pursue God, you will be different from this world. If you're not different, if you look like everybody else, act like everybody else, live like everybody else, I submit to you, you may not truly know the God of this Bible. Because the more you pursue him, the more different from this world you will be. Your values will change. What motivates you will change. And the way you live will change. Peter said this, 1 Peter 2, 11 and 12. He said, dear friends, I urge you, and I love what he said, as aliens and strangers. In other words, this isn't even your home. This this place is kind of weird to you. Why do people live according to this world? He said, as aliens and strangers in this world, I urge you to abstain from sinful desires which wage war against your soul. In other words, you know, if this world is your home, you might as well do whatever you want, whatever you feel like, because that's normal. But you, you're not going to be normal. Verse 12, he says, live such good lives among the pagans among those who don't understand, amongst the non-believers. Live such good lives among them that though they accuse you of doing wrong, in other words, don't leave us. We're all on the normal path. Where are you going? No, 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 this is better. That's stupid. You're being weird. Though they accuse you of doing wrong, in the end, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day that he visits us. When you seek the God of this Bible... He will lead you to a life that is very different. In fact, I want to highlight for just a moment some of the great weird people from our church. 
Because I'm so proud to say this place is filled with some massively weird people, but not weird in the bad way, not even weird in the good way, but I'm talking about weird in the God kind of way. Here's some stories from Albany, New York, our life church, Albany. Uh, we've got a lady named Debbie Carius. Uh, who walked into the campus and uh, just in the middle of the week and said, I don't know anything about God at all. Is there a book called like God for Dummies? And the pastor said, I'm not sure if there is, but our church is kind of a God for Dummies, a church for dummies, so come on in. And, and she did, uh, and she was so touched by God that she gave her life to Christ. At the very next baptism experience, uh, she showed up, and check this out, she brought with her 19, count them, 19 of her non-Christian friends to come and watch her be baptized. 19 people she brought into the church to see her life change, and many of them have come to Christ. That is weird in the God kind of way. Let me tell you about Mike and Crystal Wilson uh, from Fort Worth, uh, Life Church Fort Worth. This couple actually lived in Chicago. They worshiped visiting some friends at the Fort Worth Life Church, and they were so moved by God this crazy, fanatic, weird couple sold everything they had, got in their car, drove to Fort Worth with no jobs, no leads, just to be a part of what God was doing in that church. Now they're massively making a difference. God has opened up jobs for them. I'm telling you, that couple is weird in the God kind of way. Uh, Oklahoma City campus has Sky and Randy Ransom. This family looks like a pretty normal family, but let me tell you, there's nothing normal about them. God was speaking to them about their kazon, their vision, and they felt burdened by God to start a church, not apart from our church because this is their home, but on Sunday afternoons, they now have a church called Church Under the Bridge where they feed homeless people and minister the gospel and love of Jesus to over 100 people under the bridge every single week. Can you give it up for a couple that is weird in the God kind of way? Uh, this next guy, his name is Chance. Uh, he's 15 years old. I was out at Wellington, Florida doing a vision night for our Life Church at Wellington campus. We were talking about giving to reach more people. It was his 15-year birthday. He had asked for money from everybody so he could buy the certain thing that he wanted to buy. He was so moved that this 15-year-old took every bit of his birthday money, gave it to God in the offering bucket. I'm telling you, when I was 15, there was nothing close to that good kind of weird in me. That is weird in the God kind of way. God wants to make you weird. He wants to take you out of normal and bring something that is totally different. But let me just encourage you. Don't, don't you dare copy someone else's weird. Don't do it. Also, we need to adopt seven kids. Also, we need to start a church. No, 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 no. That's somebody else's weird. If you start copying someone else's weird, then you're just going to be normal weird and you don't want to be normal. God doesn't have a cookie cutter weird. He, he has for you a custom weird that he wants to give specifically to you as you seek him. And I don't know what that would be for you. For us, it's like six kids, homeschool, generous type of weird. For you, it might be the kind of weird where you live beneath your means so you can help give big to your church or to fund orphanages around the world. I don't know. For you, it might be that you take a job that frees up your time so you can devote more time at home or mentor inner city kids. Uh, for you, it might be that God calls you to do something weird and leave a lucrative job 
to go at home, uh, be at home and pour into your kids for the next 15 years. Or God might call you to go back into the workplace because you can truly make a big difference there. God might call you to start some kind of a ministry. God might call you uh, to you're coming out of a wild lifestyle and you're gonna live with sexual purity. I know some people that are so weird that they said, I'm not gonna kiss anybody again until my wedding day. That is really weird in this really cool sort of way. I don't know what it'll be for you. You, you may uh, find that the doctor says something that this is really bad news for you and you need to prepare to die or for someone else. And you may have this weird kind of faith that says, no, I just believe that all things are possible. I'm gonna seek God and believe for him to do something that others say is not possible. And you may just live by faith and not by sight. You, you may live with this deep sense of spiritual drive where you're doing things that don't make sense to anyone else. Why? Because you're not driven by what other people think. You are living only for an audience of one. You are living for a holy God. And when you do, I promise you, your life will not be normal. I invite you, I beg you, join me and other weird committed followers of Christ of leaving the normal road because you have to admit normal is not working. It's broke, it's overwhelmed, it's miserable, it's fear, it's shame, it's regret, and it doesn't have to be that way. It can be full of peace and joy and purpose and momentum and, and a deep sense of fulfillment in knowing that your life is making an eternal difference. If you can allow me one more quick rant, I have to say, honestly, I'm sick of normal Christianity. I am sick of lukewarm, mediocre, half-hearted, go to church and not be any different. I grew up in that. Stand up, sit down, go home. It's like calisthenics at church. Stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down, and then leave. And it's just this empty sense of risk nothing, sacrifice nothing, come to a church that meets my needs and makes me feel good. When I read scripture, Jesus said, if you wanna find your life, you lose it. That's weird, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. You can go to church all day long. That's still, in, in our part of the world, that's normal to worship one day a week at, at church. That's normal, but friends, when worship for you becomes a seven day a week passion, that's when you become the God kind of weird. We're not talking about a one day a week, shallow, me-centered Christianity. We're talking about a wholehearted, full surrender to the God of this Bible that will take you off of the normal path and lead you onto one that the world will not understand, but God will empower and direct. You can settle for normal, or you can choose something better than normal. If you want what normal people have, baby, do what normal people do. If you want what few have, leave the normal path, and I invite you to a journey with the God kind of weird. Father, I pray that you would speak to your people and that we would be forever different, God, because we are in your presence. All of our churches today, as you're praying, those of you who would say, I am a committed Christian, I believe with all my heart that Jesus is the Son of God, that he died for me, I have, I have wholly and completely surrendered to him but life has happened and I've been dragged back into normal. Let me just tell you very bluntly that in my life, even as a pastor, even as someone who 
who does spiritual things for a living. If I'm not on my game, I'm telling you, the pull and the force of this world is so strong, it takes me out of the God kind of weird in a moment, and I just start living for the normal, useless things again. Those of you who are committed Christians, you are a devoted follower of Christ, but you say there's way too much normal, and I really want, I want to fall so in love with him that weird is not my goal, but pleasing God is my goal, and weird, it's just the necessary byproduct of pursuing God. I want to be weird in the God kind of way. That's you today. All of our churches, would you lift up your hands high right now? Just lift them up. Praise God for you. I pray, God, in the name of your risen son, Jesus, that we would fall so in love with you that your word wouldn't be something that just we put aside, but it would be the daily driving force of our lives that guides us off of the broad path onto the narrow one that leads us to a life of everlasting meaning. God, I pray that you would just start even now speaking to your people, their, their own custom kind of weird, all sorts of different things, God, that could, could move them out of the normal life into one that would please you that would make an eternal difference. God, I thank you that in the next few weeks, you're going to speak to your people, and you're going to lead them to your custom weird for them. And God, though some will not understand, I pray that they would live such good lives among the pagans that one day the rest of the world would say, well, you got it. I didn't. I want what you have. I'll do what few do to few do have what few have. God, lead us. Lead us into your perfect will. As you keep praying today, there are many of you that you're gonna look at your life and you're gonna say, you know what, I'm just totally eaten up with normal. Normal for me, even though I went to church. Normal for me, even though I believed in God. I was stuck in a normal that took me down. I'll tell you, normal leads to pain. That's where some of you are. You're thinking there's gotta be something more there is. Some of you, you've grown up around normal Christianity. You just took everything for granted. You believed in God, but you've never really known Christ. Guess what? Today's the day you're going to get to know him, and you're going to be forever different. Some of you, you're in the middle of a very normal, wild lifestyle. You say, I'd like to give my life to God, but I'm just not good enough. I've got to clean up my life before I leave this broad path and get on the narrow one. I've got to change some things first. I'm going to tell you right now, you cannot change them without the power of God. Jesus just asks you to step through the narrow gate called Jesus. Step through. Believe on him. You will be saved not by your good works, but by his grace. Do you want to talk about a weird way to save the world? For God to become one of us through the person of his son Jesus, to shed his blood, to die, and to be raised again. Now, whosoever calls on his name will be saved. You are saved because of his goodness, not because of yours. At all of our different churches, there are many of you, and you know it, you're way too normal. You want something better. Jesus is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. Today, call on him. Holy surrender to him. Some of you, you prayed little churchy prayers before. Today is the day that you radically, completely leave the normal path to pursue Jesus with all of your heart. All of our churches, those of you who say, that's me, I want to give my life to him. I'm sick of normal. I want to please him. I need his salvation. I give my life to you, Jesus. That's your prayer today. Lift your hands high right now. All of our churches, lift them high now. Lift them up and leave them up. Leave them up. I want to see you eye to eye. I want to see you right over there. Pray 
praise God for you, ma'am. Others of you, right up here. Both of you right here, all, oh my gosh, one, two, three, four, five, six of you on the same row right here. Praise God for you right back over here. I wanna look you in the eye and see you right back here in this middle section. God bless you. Big smile on your face right here. Sir, man, I can see it in your eyes. Bless you. Right back here in this section, I give my life wholly to you. Jesus, take it all. Others of you say, yes, that's me. God bless you in a big way right here. Right back here in this section, take all of my life. Right back over here, Jesus, I give it to you. Others, come on now. Jesus, take it. Save me. I give my life to you. All of the people praying together, pray aloud. Pray, Heavenly Father, take my life. Help me to leave the normal path to follow you. Save me, Jesus, from my sins. Make me new. Fill me with your spirit so I could follow you. My life, it's not my own. Thank you for new life. Now I give mine to you. Make it count for your glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Life Church, get a little bit weird, get a little bit loud. Worship the God who makes you new.